Hi, I'm here with myself and today we're going to talk about a book called There's Nothing Wrong With You by Sherry Hoover. Sherry Hoover? Sherry Hoover. Say hi myself. Hi. It's a book that I think everyone should read. Okay. It's been translated into all the languages. Uh, actually, I don't know that. Then how is everyone going to read it? Look, what I mean is that most people will get a lot out of it. You could have just said that. There's no need to be hyperbolic. Look, can we just get through the introduction? Sure. Make my beauty and the beast. Be my guest. <sighs> okay. A housemate first told me about the book and how he found it in a bookstore and started reading it. And right when he was reading it, he started crying. Oh man, what a wimp. The message was something he'd been waiting to hear his whole life. And most people are. So now he keeps several copies of the book on hand and gives them away. I've read it a few times and it's always good for whenever you need a self-hug. Guess it's better than self-arguing. The gist of the book is that our caregivers, in the process of socializing us, inadvertently create this voice of judgment. That's what our ego latches onto and creates our separateness. Based on a lot of scientific data, is this? I don't know, but it made sense to me. We hold on to that separateness, and our identity is a way of dealing with our mortality. Like creating another personality to argue with? Actually, it might be healthy. Oftentimes, we turn our attention outward for our need, and the original unmet need is to be loved and accepted exactly as we are. So arguing with myself might be a good way to accept my voice of judgment? Well, that kind of takes the wind out of my sails. Oh, don't worry. You'll find something. You've had decades of practice. Which brings me to the next part. The self-battering cycle. So we start getting stressed out, and to cope, we succumb to an addiction or coping behavior. Then we feel a bit better in the short term, but then worse. So then we decide to be perfect, which is impossible, and so we stress ourselves out again. Rinse and repeat. Sounds terrible. Yeah, we all do it. How do you get out of it? Presence. Oh, I like presents. No, not gifts. Being present, like meditation or focusing on the now. Ugh, not that Eckhart Tolle nut. Well, not in this episode. You're turning into Oprah. Why is that a bad thing? Well, you're not a black woman. I'm not sure you understand what made her successful. Look, just get on with it. Okay, so presents can be uncomfortable because you're not in control. When you're focused on the past or future, it feels like you're in control. Being the present is about going with the flow. Huh. Extreme of consciousness. Sure. That's how some of our best ideas come about. Like talking to myself. Or writing. Yep. And being present is really about being kind to yourself. Being okay with just being with yourself. So this other voice is just a way to love yourself. Yeah. Hey, you tricked me. Huh. Funny how that worked out that way. Okay. This seems like a good stopping point. We'll come back to the book in another episode. Here's a quote to finish up. All of life's conflicts are between letting go or holding on, opening into the present or clinging to the past, expansion or contraction. 
Sound like a fortune cookie. Thanks. Say bye. Bye.